Is this going to pick up my residual McDonald's eating? It will do. But it's fine. So. Try to get the uh, crispy bags out of the way. I can't believe you actually sat in front of me. With that. It's just a double, it's just a double sausage and egg. Muffin. McMuffin. Sorry. <laughs> so is a McMuffin different to a muffin? Yeah, one's specifically from McDonald's. Is that the difference between a pasty and a Cornish pasty? Paella. Paella. Okay, so on the paella subject, Ignacy's gone. Mm. So we don't know each other topics this week. Mm. Completely fresh. We even partly discuss it. So do we do rock, papers, scissors, see who goes first? See who asks first? If you want to. Because we've never decided who went first, and I thought who... So we go on three. So one, two, three. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, you shoot on the word... On, yeah, th- on, on three. three. Not yeah, yeah. one, two, three, go. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Okay, so... One, two, three. We... <laughs> <laughs> we at least we both did it in time. <laughs> wow, after all that. Um, so, Harry, what's your topic this week? Oh, you! I thought you were asking first. You won. Yeah, so I'm asking you what your topic is. Oh. Okay, I feel like you've double, double meant the rules there. But okay. So mine is written on a post-it on a picture. And it is... What are you watching slash reading slash listening to at the moment to uh, try and help you improve in any way? It sparked off because when we had a, we had a team meeting the other week... Um, what? <laughs> My question is so similar to that. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Why was yours? Mine was sparked off from the fact that you messaged me the other day about the uh, mm. the book. So I thought, oh, it'd be really interesting to talk about how people are doing further progression. So it looks like this week. <laughs> ask your question, and I will try and think of one on the fly. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it was from I, I was inspired from our team meeting that we had the other the other day, uh, and you asked you you just said to Martin, "There's a few podcasts worth listening to." Yep. So I thought, hmm, I can make an interesting topic. I'm listening because I am listening to, and I have to write this down because I don't know. It's called The Closer's Survival Guide. Yep. Um, don't know who it's by, but it's quite interesting. It's by some American that's really kind of American Texan. Okay. It might be might be South Southern. I sure. think I've actually listened to it before. Um, and how, f- so my first question on that is: I know you're asking me the question, but how did you find that podcast? Oh, it's an audio book. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> Um, probably about 50 minutes into it it's about 4 hours okay there's one called I think it's called The Art of Selling which is a Texan guy podcast mm. cool how are you finding it yeah interesting um, it's kind of one of the things you've got to keep listening to as well but it's finding the time to go through it because I like to listen to it when you're actually if not I'm, passively if I, yeah, yeah. If I got, for example if I was in the office and listening to it when I'm doing something I'm not really listening it's kind of just background noise no fair enough so on my note to work out was the question what I'm listening to and bits like that to keep moving forward that's a big bite man mm. Mm. <laughs> just to um, I don't know keep it fresh learn new things maybe yeah yourself. so I think this might be a good opportunity to so I actually started off about three four years ago listening to Andrew Warner's Mixergy podcast which is kind of like a done over a thousand interviews great interviewer and that was sort of my entrance into startup world startup culture you can go and do your own business sort of thing yeah any reason i mention that is i think that i think when you're listening to podcasts and stuff like that you tend to get attached to them and listen to them throughout but you kind of need to realize when you outgrow a podcast so certain podcasts for me in the last 
two, three years, I've dropped off completely because I just feel like they're not adding any value anymore. In in what sense? That you kind of they've they've kind of drifted away from the topic you started listening from. No, I think I think it's quite like the opposite. Actually, is they because they keep going over the same topic. Oh, okay. In terms of, um, I guess is are they quite specific? Yeah, really specific feels. podcasts where they kind of take you up. They're they're targeting a person. They might be targeting like a solo entrepreneur who's um, trying to make some passive income on the side, mm. and that's only going to help me and us in terms of a certain level yeah oh it's interesting to learn affiliate incomes and all this but that's not going to take me to stage two so that 25 yeah. 30 minute a week that i'm giving up three times a week you've kind of got to go actually i need to find something that's more relevant to what we're doing now so i wish i actually had my phone with me um to go through what i'm listening to so i, I love the gimlet media stuff because that's just good podcasts about startup culture startup world um so one's called startup which it goes into um, the last season went into kind of covering uh, startup wins and failures and how close companies come to failing and how they can turn it around. Uh, and it more more that's more of an enjoyable podcast for me in terms of it shows that I'm not I'm not the only person going through all these problems, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I'm listening to something called Inside Intercom, which I think is fantastic. Um, it's kind of a concept is that from it's from Intercom. Intercom. Yeah, it's from Intercom. So I'm listening to that in terms of. Um, they do a whole host of things, but they tend to get some good interviewers on. And yeah, I was, I was going to say, is is that anything specific, or does it do broad things like the Slack Variety Show, which is just absolute it, madness? It, it's not crazy. The yeah. podcast isn't, but they go, they talk about all sorts of things. No, it's more specific in terms of it. It tries to talk to tech founders around problems that they're facing, uh, and they, I think they only mention what Intercom does for about five or ten seconds to show as a mid-roll ad. Um, so it's got sort of a content marketing play. I'm just trying to find podcasts now um, more around SaaS. So we kind of... SaaS. SaaS-y podcasts. Um, so we kind of shifted to doing software as a service through our app and websites yeah. and converting that into a, a recurring revenue package. So one podcast that I've absolutely fallen in love with recently is called Sasta. I've actually shared a few episodes yeah, with you. I've uh, I've just subscribed to it. I mean, I'm sort of picking and choosing what I'm listening to in it at the moment. Yep. But yeah, the the ones that I've listened to do have quite uh, interesting um, interviews. Yeah, so uh, the Sasta podcast, I'm, it's kind of one that I'm now working through. Is, that, is that a young lad, by the way? Is it, or is he, it just kind of... He just sounds... I think he, he sounds dead young. young. Yeah, he sounds dead young. Um, but... He asks some great questions. He digs into it, and he doesn't let anyone get off the hook in terms mm-hmm. of some of the the harder questions that he asks that I enjoy. But it just shows it's really insightful to show how people are thinking about pricing and how people are thinking about user retention and conversion rates. The stuff that you don't really know day to day until you've tried it, and then you look at your own metrics as a company and you go, "Is this good or is this shit?" And it's just like if if you're new to SaaS, you just don't know whether a two percent conversion rate is good. Mm-hmm. And turns out it's actually fairly good, uh, which yeah, is great for us. Terrible. No, exactly. Um, so for me, that podcast is great. That's the sort of only one that I'm doing as sort of podcast wise education at the moment i'm doubling down on that so when i've actually got time like you said to listen mm. and pay attention i yeah. do that and then passive content that i listen to a lot is just sort of like apple shows and news around apple events the cult cast, the cult cast. But, uh, <laughs> we get ribbed for that yeah, yeah there's, there's yeah i know because we've got some idiots that like microsoft 
I've just yeah, lost half our eyes. There's nothing wrong with Microsoft. <laughs> All right. I'm I Apple. have an Xbox. I'm so. an Apple fanboy. I have an Apple Pencil. I've said enough. Um, yeah. Where, I've lost you, it. You... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had an Apple Pencil. I'll change that. Um, like the new one. So, yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I lost it. So, um, <laughs> passive content for me is Apple, stuff like that. But I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. Um, so I've just actually started to get what uh, like uh, sort of fiction, non-fiction, or no, no, I, oh, I, or, I can't, or you, again, I can't sign anything that's not business related. Oh, okay, like, yeah. I just can't. Um, just yeah, for so me, you still, you're still learning. Yeah, that. I just feel like it's a waste of time. Um, I understand horses for courses, but for me, I need to listen to something that is adding value. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't use books as an escape. I use them to yeah. add value. Um, so on that note, uh, one that I'm really enjoying at the moment, yeah, it's called the Sales Acceleration Formula. Okay. I believe that's the title of it. It's by um, one of the uh, third or fifth employee of HubSpot. So it's basically about how to build, um, how to think about building a sales team for a SaaS product um, and then how to educate and train the sales guys. Because one of the biggest things, which I might actually flip around and make my question to you in a second, is about uh, sales training. Mm. Um, so yeah. for me, that, that's kind of where I am. I, I, I love listening to audio content. I can't stand reading. Um, See, I, uh, that's what I was, I was going to jump in. Um, <clears throat> well, kind of two questions. First of all, listening to a book and reading a book, I definitely feel, I felt, because I read the four-hour work week, yep. but I felt that by reading it, it made it more of a thing that, because, because reading is more of a physical activity, you yep. have to hold it, you have to hold it, sit there and look at it. Yep. I felt more focused in it, whereas I've listened okay. to, it might have been the four hour body, which you, because you lent me yeah, yeah. Audible for a while. Um, I listened to that, but again, because I was listening to it in the car and things, because you can do something else, it's easy for me anyway to kind of get distracted and it just become a more of a passive listen. I, I kind of agree to be honest, and that's why I like with, with the, so with the audio book I'm listening to at the moment, I listened to it because I had that meeting in Leyland that was two and a half hours each way and it was like yeah. nearly four hours on the way back to the traffic. So I've nearly finished the book. <laughs> but if I'm in the van with anyone else, me and you, I won't yeah. listen to stuff like that. Yeah, no, of course. Um, but what I've started to do in the evenings, really weirdly, last night, for example, I got into the house, said goodnight to the kids, and then I went on a 25... I bumped into Wardy, but well, I didn't bump into him. I said hi from across the road because I had my headphones in. <laughs> I was being unsociable. Um, but I went for a walk. I just went for a oh, really? I just went for a thirty minute walk. Just end of the week, clear my head, just have some thoughts, and just listen to some good content. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, so I think it's that thing of being focused on what yeah. you're listening to and not having all the distractions. Otherwise, it's kind of not worth it. I know, I know a lot of people. If if people like running, their go to is an audio book. It just eats up the miles. Apparently, yeah. I just hate running, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, in in regards to kind of leisure, yeah. you said you don't read books for anything other than to kind of learn. Mm-hmm. What do you do for to, to, to wind down? Like you said, you went for a walk just to kind of clear yep. your head. But what do you do as leisure? Like I, I like to play games sometimes when I've got a spare hour or so. I'll jump on my Xbox. Okay. Or, or I'll go to the gym. So it's kind of well, you know, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> so I say kind of two things, and they're a bit weird. So in terms of, I like to get odd two or three minute breaks throughout the day, and I enjoy Clash Royale as a game. Who There's doesn't? just something about that that's hyper competitive, and I really enjoy. Um, I tend to like escape into two different YouTube channels to be honest so there's Gary Vaynerchuk's mm-hmm. I'm a big big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk I really I really like his work what he says resonates with me and some of his content I think of I'm listening to it to learn whereas 
like the daily v show that he does that's sort of escapism for me that's i just can just flick it on and just enjoy it so that's probably my he's gonna like he's never gonna listen to this but it's like my version of hollyoaks like i just switch off and enjoy that content that's something that i enjoy to watch and that's not educational i'm just enjoying watching that yeah, so YouTube's kind of it's, it's crazy to think, but it's basically become the new TV. Yeah, like you're the my my brother, my younger brother, who's the, just turned thirteen uh, on Thursday. He, I don't think. I've happy ever birthday, seen Ollie! Him. I don't think. Yeah, happy birthday, Ollie! I don't think I've ever seen him watch TV, TV. since since he got an iPad, um, or since we got mad, an iPad in the house. He's, he only ever watches YouTube. So I mean, you watch- just walked through the house. You saw my little boy mm. YouTube. He was, I don't know what he was watching. He was watching some guys dressed up as superheroes, Sp- Spider-Man, yeah. the Hulk and all that. And that's their TV now. Don't get me wrong, I probably watch more... I think the people that have watched TV have shifted to on-demand TV. Yeah, definitely. But the newer generations have shift, shifted to YouTube. Yeah, it's just a go-to resource. So. so on that note, my second channel that I watch on YouTube is Casey Neistat. I just like his vlog. Oh, yeah. That's just... It's just... Like, I'm a bit... Like, I think if... Uh, in an alternate world, I would love to be that creative videographer, designer guy. I just love that sort of work. I'm just not that... <clears throat> I'm okay at it. I'm not fantastic at it. So I've never had the time to get really good at it. So I just love watching Casey Neistat's vlogs because he creates some awesome content. So that's kind of where I am. And you, you open up the question, actually, with around the team. And one thing that I've noticed in terms of... And this will lead nicely on to my question for you is... We did a lot of help and training through the internship for the first couple of months of helping people understand why we do certain things and putting them through courses and, and helping. And then it all kind of just, everyone just settled into their roles. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of reflected a couple of weeks back. I thought, if we grow this company at the size and scale that we want to get to, mm-hmm. there's a lot of skills that this, this team needs to learn. And, and they're not, they don't not know it for any other reason apart from the fact that I haven't told them they need to learn it. No one's got this uh, fear of learning new things or challenges and bits like that. And I thought, holy shit, this is my job. Like, I need to help these guys progress. It's part of my role. Um, and it's something that I learned on a, uh, a podcast. It's kind of like 40% of the CEO's role is sort of HR, like working with a team, personal development, hiring, firing, and all that jazz. So I thought, okay, I'm failing in this area. And I started to think about how we can do it. So a couple of weeks back, I spoke to 4D and I said, 4D, I said, you're really enjoying this web work. I says, what can I do to help you accelerate your skills? He says, well, I could do with doing some courses and bits like that. So we've signed up the Treehouse. We've got him some books. Yep. So he's doing HTML, CSS courses on the side to keep perfecting those skill set. Fantastic. Um, with Martin, I'm going to be spending a lot of hours with him one-to-one in terms of helping him learn the nuances of Facebook ads because we've got a couple of social media clients that I'll help manage for a few months, but I want to pass them up completely across to Martin. And he needs that... It, Martin doesn't need a course to go and do. He needs someone to sit down with him and explain mm, yeah. the mechanics. Um, so I need to do more of that with him. Um, <laughs> then there's O'Reilly, uh, which is an odd one for me because <laughs> I think just with, just with the nature of what O'Reilly's doing, he's always being thrown into something new anyway. Um, I, I need to have a chat with him next week in terms of is there anything formally he wants to get better at? And that's a conversation yet to have. I'm still working through the team. And then it relates to my question for you. Mm is you come from a non-sales background and the reason you got the job is because I believe you're highly you have a very high skill in building very fast rapport with people Mm -hmm. you get on with people we did some original short training 
and then we just threw you into the deep end. And then what we did is we didn't just throw you into the, <laughs> we didn't just throw you into the deep end. We then threw you into the deep end and then dragged you out of that pool and shook you down. You thought oh, I'm out the deep end, and then just took you to a different pool on a mm. different project and a different task, and just fucking launched you into that pool <laughs> into the deep end with the same lead boots on. So. The reason I got the sales acceleration formula is because when I read the bio about it, it was how to help build a sales team. Not how to get sales as a SaaS company, but how to help build a sales team. So there's a lot of things that I've taken away from that that I want to implement. But in a live environment for the next few minutes, what do you want from me moving forward in terms of time, resources, help to help you hit your budget so you are earning good commission? I mean, we've we've sort of spoke about it before, but I th- the I feel like my limiting factor is purely a skill thing, so okay. I don't know how I don't know how we can train that, but that's kind of what I feel needs work is just my technique, my, like this book, for example. Just just from li- what I've listened to so far, I know that one of my weaknesses is I do sort of open-ended questions, okay, which isn't good for a sale because if you allow if you allow the, the potential customer to kind of think about things too much yep. that's when they'll mm, well there's a balance in that, that in my opinion so I feel like an open ended question is great once you've built some rapport but they open ended questions only really work if you've built some rapport that yep. they trust to open up to you that's open yeah, and, openness and, that, and that's it it's, it's refining the it's the right question at the right time that's kind of what exactly. I need to hone in on so. I, think, I think so where I see things at the moment is You've got the thing that's very, very difficult to teach in terms of the ability, one, to pick up the phone. A lot of people get scared picking up the phone. Yeah. And regard, like, even experienced sales guys, if they're going through rough patches, will be thinking, I just don't want to pick that phone up and get another no. You don't have that issue. You don't have the issue with just talking to people generally. And it's just, I think now it's just the mechanics of how we do it. Yeah. And on the flip side of it, we're now looking at doing more, it's not because I listened to the HubStop, HubSpot, book it's because we actually did a lot of this before i think we spoke about it on the previous podcast is we try loads of different things yeah. and if they work we just still move on yeah. so the best times when we've looked at our sales over the last 12 months is when we've had content go out and then inbound questions come yeah. in so we now need to work out how does that change the calls that are being made because an outbound call to someone that doesn't know us will be very, very different to someone that's registered interest to a Facebook masterclass. And then you call them on the phone and say, hey, you've registered interest for Facebook. Um, part of this course is about remarketing on your website. Do you have a website? Yeah. I mean, imagine that as a sales call. We've got over 100 people that sign up to our masterclass. And then if you said, hey, guys, in lesson three, uh, we're going to be talking about adding this pixel on your website. I don't want to confuse you, but it's a little thing that you put on your website, and then from there, anyone that visits your website, you can remarket to on Facebook. Do you have a website? Mm. No. Can I talk to you about what we do for websites? Because it will make the whole course a lot more valuable. That then gets a much more interesting call. Yeah. Right. And especially like the guys that we are targeted towards, they've had enough of people reaching out to them. Yeah. So just flipping it on its head is definitely the kind of the new approach. But even so, funnily enough, I, I, I spoke to a guy the other day that actually listened to this podcast. Oh, yeah, was, you mentioned it. was it. quite interesting. What's his name? Um, oh, I can't remember now. I feel it was, like, it was like Ben or James. I might be absolutely... Ben or James or whoever one. you are. Firstly, please call us this week and tell us how on earth you discovered this podcast. 
But yeah, he, he was saying, obviously, like, I, I called him because obviously I, I still reach out to people um, and just kind of welcome them in, yep. see if there's anything I can help with. But again, he, he was laughing because he was basically saying, yeah, I've just heard, I've heard how you've been talking about how it's a nightmare to speak to these guys. And he was busy. He was writing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, sorry, mate, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll speak to you. Oh, wow, that's so matter. It's unbelievable. <laughs> cool. So next week, so where we are as a business, just to outline, We've got an app going live, an app update going live next week. Yep, and then we've exciting. got a huge update going live in about four weeks' time. Very exciting. So in my opinion, we want to save all of our marketing dollars and efforts um, for the office package until we're not going to turn this everything off. But once we've got this offline mode, I think it's going to be something to shout and scream about. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make it a lot more interesting. Yeah. I think part of your role in the next four weeks is twofold. One, understanding how we get inbound sales interest of our website package because... As I said to a company the other day on the phone that, run, that works with a competitor of ours, we have a better value product with better service at a better price. It's just simple. There's no comparison. Um, and to have that much conviction in our product, when I can because we've got 150 customers this year that have left us five-star reviews for it. Simple. You need to get that conviction into the inbound calls, mm. but we need to work out how we get those inbound calls. So your job is making sure that I help Martin create content to generate inbound leads for you. It's, it's funny it's making me chuckle a bit because we had a uh, we had interest in in the website a few different people and they still don't answer the phone oh, no. <laughs> I leave messages they yeah, still yeah. don't it's, and I don't know whether they've thought you know what I'm not interested anymore but if they don't tell me I won't know so I need to I keep trying yeah. and then they get irritated that I keep trying it's kind of one of them catch 22s it's like yeah. I'm going to keep hounding you because you've not told me no well, these, are people, <laughs> these, these are people that have seen a Facebook ad that have clicked filled in a form yeah, that's said, what they said. Call me, <laughs> and they're like, "I'm calling, <laughs> I'm calling." <laughs> so we need to refine this process. So next yeah. month for us is twofold: website sales, inbound, testing that. We're actually doing some live sales at a builder's merchant, which will be really interesting to cover. And then after that, um, we need to be. Everyone's been telling us they need offline mode. Yeah. Okay. So your job. And I just listened to a podcast, Intercom, latest episode, Inside Intercom, and it was talking about if people are asking you for this feature and they are either test test or trial users, pre-subscribers, pre-paying customers. Mm -hmm. So you're going to call them all up and say, hey guys, we're building this thing. You said that this is the one thing that's missing. We promise it's going to be live in the next four weeks. If we're building it, are you going to buy it? Mm. And get confirmations. And if you can, give them 10% off and get them to upgrade there and then. So that's the sort of thing they want to be getting at. It's, It's very easy for some of our members, I will not name them, to ask for certain features thinking it's copy and paste to build features in an app but if I went to him and said great it's two days worth of dev work can you give me 600 quid to do it and I'll build it just for you hmm. he ain't going to do that <laughs> yeah. so and I'm not saying that we're not going to be that direct but there needs to be some and maybe it's from our side some education around this is how much time it takes to do stuff like that and they don't care they just want it I'm to sure, work I'm sure we spoke it. about it on another episode before but <laughs> Because all we see as a user, when I picked it, put my phone up now, like I find an, an Apple phone super simple to use. Yep. But the amount of effort and time that has been put into this to make it yeah. simple, there's a hell of a lot on the back end that, and they don't they don't have to know about it because they don't need to know about it. But 
the, that's why we get a bit we get frustrated internally yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just <laughs> because it's we're just doing fr- this much and they're thinking but you're only you're only adding this button I know. they don't realise that button needs to be able to go through here to check this that and the other before it'll allow you to do this on every device yeah and then, and then on <laughs> the web all devices at and then any on the time. web app and then anyway we could we could go on but so I'm really excited about where we are but I want next month and we might spend two minutes at the end of every Friday just to touch base and saying how much time have I spent with you this week how, has it been helpful what do we do next mm. week because I feel like I need to give up more of my time to the team. That's why that's why it worked so well at the beginning. I was looking yeah. back and we the team got so good so quick. It's because I used to say two hours for you, two hours for you, two hours, and just work around the team and just keep doing that. Um, and I spend a day a week working on partnerships, which I'm still going to do. But outside of that, it's four days that I can start allocating and I need to get back to that. Again, it's this thing that we do things, it works, but we keep moving on to the next thing, hoping the next thing works a little bit better, where we just need to be a bit more consistent with what we're doing. Yeah. Good chat, man. Yeah. Anything good. else? Uh, no, I think we'll keep it to a nice... How long was that? Uh, 24 minutes. It's good. Nice. Yeah, good episode length. Uh, I, like, I like the format of... Uh... <laughs> Maybe we should confirm For, whether we've got just, the same Even if we just say one keyword, it's just, kind of like podcast i'm just like i need another keyword because mine's very close to podcast so we just put down that uh, and for anyone that's made it this far in the podcast um on wednesday we had a highly uh, downloaded show which was uh, the internship part one which was talking about the guys that came into the team as part of an internship program good episode yeah that was our it's our biggest download show wow. yeah it was fantastic um so we've got part two of that coming on wednesday um again check it out we'd love to hear your feedback anything else no good talk let's go